Whoa, what is happening? Mario Cuomo, how are you what doing up? tonight? Hey. I'm fucking great, dude. Wonderful. What? How's the Airbnb? You're on tour right now. Yeah, it's beautiful. Check this. Uh, can I flip this camera around right now or no? You should be able to. I think so. If all else fails, yeah, just turn we, around. We Whoa, fucking, all right. Oh, wow. We got the, the Northern California, all the gear fucking up right in front of the TV for me. And uh, just been watching a bunch of shit. We had like a couple days off. So just been, uh, it's been weird out here a little bit. It's kind of like a hippie, kind of like a hippie co-op town. It kind of feels like somewhere in between uh, Australia and Florida. It's very in Australia and Florida. Yeah, that's, that's, I've that's never, quite a range. Yeah, not politically or anything, but just like if the vibe in the air is like when you're driving around, that's that's what I'm getting. But this is like unex, unexplored territories for us. We've never really been to we never been this far north in California. And uh, I'm playing in a fucking it's like a movie theater. It's like the the marquee is like us in Terminator 2. <laughs> so like, I don't know how often they have bands roll through here but it looks like a legit place it's just a movie theater during the week i think like more of a venue on the weekends it'll be weird as hell where are you in northern california it's called arcada i guess it's like humboldt county i think it's like big weed big weed uh area big weed hey did you get to meet with jerry yet no that'll be sacramento I hope he can make it out. He says something about uh, a surgery or something. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, they're taking his intestines out and putting them back in his body again. <laughs> so pretty this serious. Once a month. Yeah, it's mm. pretty bad. What are they What? What are they looking for again, Hans? Uh, I don't know. Let's see if it's rotten. Let's I think there's someone... worms in there or something. Yeah, to someone Someone left uh, worms with their penis. When there's, they a snake. Them. <laughs> there's a snake that's just Jesus. been eating Jerry for a month. Yeah, he, he almost, like he had, uh, what is that? thing where you become yellow uh in sickness yeah he had jaundice for like two days or something like th th Jesus. three months he had ago. blood poisoning right yeah yeah so, he's he's what he's 34 but his intestines are like 75. <laughs> i think he had septic shock i think they caught him putting pencils in his rectum and one got caught it was the old albert fish disease so Dude, i think what the hell <laughs> jerry's been like severely ill for like a long time i guess i don't I know jerry's whole health is very confusing because we will randomly get videos of him in the hospital and he'll just be in a gurney oh, yeah. you know and it'll be like i think i'm I've dying guys so yeah, yeah. i'll be like jerry you okay and then it's just jerry at the factory again yeah jerry's <laughs> gotta lift the weight and then the weight comes down on the dummy's head and it goes back up and it's it he lives in an episode of Twin Peaks, Jerry. Yeah, he's entering data into like a 99 Windows 94 computer uh and it's what testing helmets or something like that. I guess so. Dear god. I hope he can make <laughs> it out, dude. I hope he can get a break from all that. Maybe they can wheel the hospital bed to the venue and it'll be like a make-a-wish. Get him a cork that he can put in his ass for a couple of days. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just so they don't fall out again. We don't want any intestines getting on the floor of the venue. That would be really, that would be a health hazard, I think. Yeah. So it's been going good, though? It's uh, Everything's been going swell? Yeah, dude, super smooth. Everything's, we're sounding, uh, everything sounds good. People have been very uh, receptive and all the people, a lot of diehards coming out to even like, you know, the little, the little shows of like the Iowa's and things like that were still, still pretty good. 
And I think things will only get better for us the more south in California we go because uh, the southern half of California was kind of like uh, always kind of treated us like a second home. They were always very, very good to us. So I'm sure this time around will be uh, more of that. And when? It, how long does the tour go on for? When? When is your last day? I think I get back home like mid October, the fourteenth or the fifteenth. Okay, so you're gonna be so at it a while. I think I'm gone. Yeah, I think I'm away from home for about twenty five days. How do you feel about that? I never like it when I have to go and stay somewhere else for like a long shoot or anything along those lines. I mean, I enjoy it. I especially enjoy it in retrospect. But whenever I'm in the moment, I'm just like, all right. It's like going to work. It's, it's like going to your day job. Yeah, it's weird because it's like you're on like a stretched out mission. And there's part, there's moments where I just like wake up in like a fucking holiday and express or whatever the where the fuck we are or i was in a dirty ass motel eight actually the other day because we had to drive in the middle of nowhere and it was i was like somebody smoked crack in the bed i slept <laughs> for sure either yesterday or the day before it and there's a domestic violence call in the morning cops rolled up eight in the morning i was like god damn dude but we were just on a long drive and it was the middle of the night and there was nowhere else to uh to shack up but sometimes i'll wake up in a fucking hotel and like look out the window at the parking lot, pop down, get my, uh, you know, free coffee. And I'm like, do I even, should I even have a home? Like I, I just really do it do, forever. Like, about like, yeah. Like, am I supposed to, and I could honestly, like I have moments where I'm like, I could, I honestly could go home for like a couple months, <laughs> couple months of the year. But like, basically, basically just like live in holiday ends and shit. And, uh, I quickly get used to it again, but you know, there's those, uh, you know, we just had like two 12 hour driving days in a row and you're oh. just like sitting in a fucking car with your back, like locking up and you're like, all right, dude, this is, this is the shittiest part for sure. Yeah. yeah when once, you said, oh, go ahead, Hans. Yeah. Once you get tired of continental breakfast every morning and it's just toast and free coffee. Yeah. And I've been, uh, you know, sleeping in a, we've been, you know, switching it up a bit, but you know, I'm on the fucking, I'm on the couch the last couple of nights, my drummer's on an air mattress, uh, just shitting himself throughout the night. Just, uh, <laughs> I like made him, I was like, you're going to have to take this air mattress and move it down a fucking hallway. Cause he just reeks of shit. And, uh, so there is, there, <laughs> so he's there the Hans sure. of the group. <laughs> yeah. And just like laughing and farting and then getting kicked in the fucking skull and just like, That's, sounds like a cool guy. I like <laughs> my, my type of guy. <laughs> when you yeah. said originally, oh, you know, when you complimented the Airbnb you were in, I thought you were being facetious and you were going to show us a dump, but that place looks very nice. It looks a lot better. No, than... yeah, no, it's, it's pretty sweet. Nice little backyard playing a little soccer on the off days. And, uh, and then we'll head back out to, I think Sacramento's next, but we'll just work our way down California until we hit San Diego and go home. And then probably gear up for a, a nice cold winter East Coast run. When was the last time that you were on tour with the band? Jesus Christ. I want to say that was probably like a full-blown tour, maybe like the beginning of 2018, end of 2017. Last show was uh, probably summer. Summer. Hey, shut the fuck up. Uh, probably last probably last uh, show was summer 2018 and uh 
you know, it was weird, dude, like not knowing what the last show was going to be, not knowing the last moment with like the original lineup, not knowing who was going to leave, you know, like all yeah. those, like, you're just playing a show. You're like, oh yeah, this is just a normal occurrence. And then you're like, damn, it was at that place. It was at that shitty ass fucking restaurant <laughs> slash, uh, you know, bar and grill in the loop. And you're like, oh, it was just a paycheck, but it wasn't like an epic place. And you're like, well, and then, you know, we geared up to uh, get things going again with our new guitar player around right before COVID. We were probably ready to play a show mm. and we had like rehearsed a lot. We had written a new record. Our new guitarist had helped us, you know, he had helped write on it. And uh, it was it was just sounding uh, everything was sounding amazing. And uh, we were rehearsing really well. And then that was right before COVID happened, which just like sidelined everything for another another two years basically until it was until it was time to uh actually get out and take a swing at it on stage again how'd you find the new guy uh my drummer i'm using your fucking hats on you smelly piece of shit get out of here and uh he was skateboarding he was skateboarding at a local skate park in uh chicago and uh he just bumped into uh who would become our new guitar player. And he was like, yeah, my drummer said, I'm in a band, but we're, uh, you know, we're, we're out of a guitar player right now. And we just lost a guitar player. And then our new guitarist, Caleb was like, Oh word. I, I was in a band that just broke up too. I'm a guitar player. And it was like, Oh, maybe you could, maybe you could play guitar in my band. And he was like, Oh really? Like, <laughs> and, and it was as simple as that. Like, just two guys were running into each other at a skate park and uh, making small talk. And uh, which I'm glad that my fucking drummer is that kind of person, you know, mm. that just like kind of walks up to people and mm. strikes up conversations like that. Like, I don't, I, I rarely do that. Even at skate parks, like, you know, I'll say what's up to people, but I'm never like, where are you from? You know, like I'm not that right. type, but my drummer totally is. So just out of complete randomness, I think he was like, yeah, just come chill with us one night. And I think we just chilled and like, I don't know. I think we just like watched football or something. I don't even think we like tried music right away just to like, see if we could hang out. And, uh, it was chill. They just like smoked a bunch of weed and we just like ate food and we were like, yeah, you want to do a band practice? And he was like, yeah, looked up like a few of our songs and like learned how to play them very quickly and we quick we quickly uh i think we quickly understood that he was the uh most talented musician probably like he <laughs> like he had actually like moved to chicago to uh play in like jazz clubs so he was like uh completely like classically trained so he was all he's all good like our our shit to him is like very mild so he he picked that up picked that up pretty quickly like and uh, yeah, he just kind of, we all got along really well and uh, started chilling regularly and wrote a whole record together. So like all the singles that we're putting out this year, like he wrote on, you know, musically, he um, played on and um, we all wrote those. I want to say we recorded that whole album, like probably sometime in the middle of COVID, but that should all be coming out before the year's over. That's awesome. I can't wait to see everything that comes of you guys going on tour and getting back together and 
all of this. I mean, I saw you guys perform, I want to say maybe 10 years ago. Maybe 10 really? years ago now. Yeah, I saw you guys open for Arctic Monkeys, I think back in 2013, which is how I became aware of the Orwells. Whoa, and, where was uh, this? This, this was, uh, it was, who was it? It was the Orwells, it was Deer Hunter, and I think it was Arctic Monkeys opening in Boston. Mm. And uh, right. that was the introduction. And um, then I saw you guys perform, and I forget the name of the bar now, but it was out in Cambridge, Mass., and um twin peaks was the opening act right so that was that was great i you know i so I, i've been a big fan for for a while now yeah so. dude that goes way back i remember when that uh that three bill of us arctic monkeys and deer hunter was supposed to go down in new york and they were like you're playing you're playing madison square garden and i was like no way and then they were like oh actually like they did the math and like it, it cost more money to like keep the lights on during you guys playing than to even you know to even have three bands play and then they just took us off and i was like god damn it <laughs> i was like this fucking once in a lifetime experience just got fucking sweeped away but it's fucking strange dude to like even like i was thinking about like deer hunter and like the deer hunters of the world and like that time period of music that i feel like we kind of got in on at the last minute and like Dude, none of those bands are doing like that great. Even like the, you know, even the like pitchfork darlings of like that era are like, nobody's really fucking crushing it anymore. It doesn't seem more even making music out of like that whole batch of uh, early, uh, you know, 2010s, whatever you want to call it, garage uh, explosion. Well, I think a Deer lot Hunter? of art from that time period has just fallen out of fashion because I was thinking that, yeah, because I, I mean, obviously, there's plenty of those bands that have just kind of faded out and aren't really mm -hmm. keeping up the, the same appearances that they once were. But I was thinking back to literature during the time recently because a lot of yeah. people have been focused on this whole dime square scene out in new york city is you know talking about oh it's betsy brown it's peter vack it's dasha from reds i can't fucking enough of her um and we'll <laughs> talk about that and it reminded me so much of <laughs> literature you know literature from that time because the whole yeah. scene of that 2010 to 2014 era echoes that so closely and all of those guys are forgotten all those that writers was, that popped up from that that whole thing were that was worse uh, i think at least the music was good at the time I, well yeah I, yeah yeah no Deer hunter was great i was a big fan of that band uh yeah. i loved it i i uh sort of time when i was it's very difficult for me to find that type of music here so just discovering it by either downloading it illegally or just uh as you know the next song that plays on a song that i found or whatever and uh yeah, it was a, a very interesting time, I think, for independent music that I, I don't know if that's still a thing. Like, I don't know if there's still like weirdo bands like that that are unconventional, I guess. But it feels like the only people that are doing good are big bands that have always been doing well. You know, uh, the Blinks that came back or like the Taylor Swifts or like the what Bruno Mars. And Sync. And Sync just did Hot Ones this past week or oh. so because Justin Timberlake knows he's got to do something. He needs something going for him right now. Ugh. Damn, damn. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't trying to do that during Alpha Dog. No, no. He was thinking, <laughs> oh, you know, I got Social Network coming up right after this. This is a Cassavetti, Nick Cassavetti's 
uh, film. Nah. Now, what, what is it? Fucking Lance Bass is probably stoked. All those guys are probably over the Joey moon. Fatone, wasn't Joey he? Fatone. Joey yeah. Fatone. Well, he was hosting like cooking shows and what have you. Chris Kirkpatrick was the one who did Celebrity Big Brother last year. So to go from wow. that to, hey, and sinks back together with Justin Timberlake, that must be, that's, that's a rocket going yeah. straight to the moon. Yeah. Uh, who's going? I guess the same people that were listening. Who's to them going? Are you kidding me? I guarantee you, they make uh, insane, insane, insane money from like fifty-year-old women who were teenagers in the nineties, and have those posters yeah, still posted up somewhere in their home. Where are they playing? Oh, there's no com upcoming days. I thought they might have like a tour or something. Well, they released a single kind of recently, and I have a feeling that they're going to do a tour at some point. Because they all get back together like 30 years after the fact. Backstreet did it already. What was it? Uh, Boys, Boys to Men. And um, New Kids on the Block. New Kids on the Block did it. What was the other one? New Edition. Uh, and and uh, us. And now yeah. you guys. Well. <laughs> and yeah. my fucking band. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to drop a whole fucking record, dude. These fucking, well, you know, a little single here, a little single there. It's nice. But um, to just have... You know, it feels better when a fucking year goes by and you're like, you have this uh, thing that you made to be like that, that uh, whatever piece of uh, music kind of represents that year for me. Or like, you know, it, it kind of helps you better. I don't know. Feel like not like a lazy fuck. You're like, yeah, that year I put something out that I was proud of. And uh, when, you know, if you don't, yeah, I start, you know, you start to feel kind of shitty when you don't get to... Uh, you get to you don't get to share that stuff with uh you know strangers yeah i i do completely uh have that same vibe of putting out a piece of art winds up encapsulating the time that you were working on that thing i certainly feel that way when it comes to like series that hans and i did uh like comfort systems or if we did glue addict you know that sort of late yeah. 2019 vibe before everything changed with 2020 and going into that, I have no idea, you know, whenever Mass State Lottery drops, which will be this year sometime, uh, I have no mm. idea how, what the vibe will be with that since it's been three years. It's been three years going. I'm still just tinkering with it, toying with it. So, <laughs> I don't know. Um, what, I mean, have, I, I want to see what you wind up doing as a director next, too. I don't, I don't want us to ignore that whole thing, because I know we briefly talked about it when you did movies yeah. last week. And the episode is out today on YouTube for those who are over. I mean, actually, if you're on Patreon.com, then you already saw it. You saw it like two weeks yeah. ago. Um, and Spotify, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I've been told there's hearsay that you got something planned with Spencer, our pal Spencer. Yeah, Spencer keeps he'll send me like random things and uh, like co really cool looking shit. But I don't really know uh, much. Much. You're about in the, the woods. Yeah, you're he's lost. Like, he's on like, it too. he's like, you're locked, man. We're good. I was like, oh, all right. I, I was like, <laughs> he's like, is like, uh, I was like, who's did the script? Like, you know, I, I got questions. But um, everything that he shows me, and like, he had some sick ass drawings done, and like, it all looks really good. I'm just kind of still in the dark a little bit as far as uh, like, I know we got some cool masks and stuff, but. I don't know. He hasn't told me a, uh, you know, a certain date to like clear in my schedule or anything like that. But, um, and then I was, he was saying Jake was going to be involved with something he was making. And then I talked to Jake for a bit and he's like, no, that's a separate thing. And I was like, 
Spencer's got a lot of on, ideas. Dude. Spencer's a very ambitious fellow. Sometimes he has Hell too yeah. many ideas. Um, he's he's always great. He just needs to sit down and focus sometimes. Yeah. When he shows yeah. up, he knocks it out of the park 10 times out of 10. He's always fucking great to have on set, and he, he brings it. But when it comes to these projects, he has to line them up one in front of the other and... Cause yeah, because he's I'm got a lot of stuff. On some shit. I'm down to jump on it. I'm down to try acting. I'm down to fucking, you know, probably film another project uh, when I get a little break in between uh, tours and uh, recording music. But um, to be down yeah, to I, jump on some cringe, cringe lord stuff. I maybe. would. I would. I don't know much about it. I don't know much about it. Yet. I don't know much about it either. I don't know. Hans, what are you planning something? <laughs> But yeah, dude, I want to make more trips. I want to fucking hopefully get a little bit of a fucking, or maybe just run my car into the ground, more road trips, fucking go out to the East Coast for some. I'm thinking about maybe just, yeah, maybe just driving myself if we do the East Coast tour, just to give myself a little space. But yeah, I definitely want to do more traveling uh, before the year's end and uh, get some more of these projects knocked out. Now, have you ever thought about doing a musical? A musical, no fucking way, dude. I don't know. It's hard, <laughs> it's hard enough to like. It's hard enough to like come up with good songs that ha- like don't have really don't really have to do with uh you know the other ones. Like you can make a a good album and yeah, sometimes there's a theme and but you know they could be they're fucking different songs. You know you're not like reintroducing uh, too many like characters and themes. And, like, when I think about, like, musicals and, like, the best songs in musicals, like, I don't even know that many that I'm, like, super into. Like, soundtracks that I could, like, you know, listen to as albums. Like, I mean, like, there's some bangers on, like, yeah, Rocky Horror and, uh, like, uh, you know, Phantom of the Paradise has a really good has a really good soundtrack. And there's really great songs on there with, like, Paul Williams and shit. But... I'm not huge uh, on musicals and I don't know if I am, I don't know if I'm like at that. Yeah. I think you really have to be kind of a, uh, like a Paul Williams type or somebody that's a Paul Williams type. Well, Paul Paul Williams wasn't even, I was, I was making a gay joke there, but he he wasn't even gay. He was just little, he was a little guy. (laughs) He was a four foot man. man. But like the, the type of guy that could just pick, you know, like, Oh, this is what you're going for, and like he's such a virtuoso that he could just sit at the piano and just go, "Yeah, I could do a little something like this," and then it just expands and expands. And like, I don't think I, you know, I don't have those musical abilities. If somebody was like, "Hey, I have all this, you know, beautiful music, and I'm having a lot of trouble with uh, melody and lyrics," then like I could probably, you know, be of assistance. But I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't start from scratch on something like that. How's your dancing? Dude, it's it's been getting better. I'll tell you what, it it looks it feels a little bit it feels a little bit whacker when I'm not fucking on a fucking half bottle of vodka. But <laughs> dude, like forcing yourself to like snap into like show mode has been like a little bit. Uh, it it feels it has to be like acting, dude. Like it yeah. has to be the same shit because you know you get a little nervous and then you're like, okay, I can't you know I can't just stand still. I'm not going to like just do do things completely differently now. So, but I don't dance. Like I don't go to clubs with girls and like mm. you know, I 
I can barely move if like a girl's like grinding on me. I'm like, oh, look, somebody's just looking at me getting my my <laughs> dick rubbed, my dick rubbed by an ass. Like I feel weird as hell about it, and like yeah. I'm just I don't go clubbing and like I've had dude, it's been a deal breaker before where she like girls like I'm into dancing. I'm like, well, fuck, like what am I supposed to do? Yeah, you know, like, it's like if I if move it, my if I move my arms, I can't move my legs, and if I move my legs, I don't know what my arms are doing, and yeah, yeah that's. But, but if it's time, if it's showtime and it's like, don't look fucking too stupid, but don't also don't look like you're bored, then I can then I can just do it. But other than that, like not really a dancer for pleasure type. Uh, can't really do that. Now, I was going to say I was trying to pull something up in time for for a visual gag here, and it doesn't seem like it's going to work. Unfortunately, mm. unfortunately, Hans, what are you? Hey, what are you drinking tonight, Hans? Uh, just some tea to stay awake because I'm exhausted. Uh, just some green tea, like the Asian person that I've. Oh, I was going to say. Well, I was just going to chime in here, Mario. Is this you when when <laughs> yeah. you go out? <laughs> yeah, dude. Except, uh, yeah. Except no, they rub. Pretty... Let them rub. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it, dude. It's un it's an uncomfortable experience, but uh, I try not to try not to get into those situations too often. But once in a while, somebody's like, "Just come with." It's it'll be. I'm like, well, yeah, it'll always be fun. That's that's been my experience on Omega Fish Corp. Is G, who's the co-director, is way more of like a party going out type of guy. Yeah. And um, are you that meme or just in the corner with your drink? What everyone else is dancing, you're just no. Like, it, yeah, just, you know, I'm no. I'll I'll be social and what have you, but like I'm just kind of like. I'm, I feel too old to be here, especially since it's all like 20 year olds, 25 year olds who are working on this fucking project and you're going out to some weird venue. And then he, you know, every time he goes out, he winds up, it's like, all right, we're all going back to do some blow at so-and-so's house. And then Whoa. it's just like black male yeah. prostitutes hanging out there. <laughs> and then I hear about it the next day. I'm like, oh, it's a good thing I did get out of there early at a moderate yeah. time so that was yes. not that's not my scene there but it's to what you neat. were saying mario it is absolutely acting like every time uh you have to show up and and do something people have to have confidence in whatever it is you're doing because you have to have confidence in what you're doing you get to put that that out there yeah that's absolutely the same thing so i can understand completely that that's just a very uncomfortable thing certainly um Anyway, to, to the musical question, though, I was going to apologize for making you wait like 20 minutes in the waiting room here because Hans was nah. just so... Nah, so we, it's all good. We, we, did a, we did an episode of Movies right before this on Song of the South, and Hans just was... He was waxing poetic about it. He couldn't <laughs> stop himself. I said, Hans, come on. Mario's been in the uh, waiting room. We got we to gotta speed this up. <laughs> is this a musical? It is a musical. It's uh, a 1940s uh, Plantation South musical. Disney. Oh my god! Yeah, it's good though. It's funny. It was enjoyable. We defended it. Yeah, of course. It sounds it's... like a Disney made a slave musical. Is that what it is? I mean, well, it's the Reconstruction era, you know. So that's over. Not they right. lost. They're trying to repair things, repair yeah. relations. Right on. That that's always portrayed, but it's not really that. It's very wholesome and very funny. Yeah, it's Brer Rabbit. It's it's a nice children's film. That's all. Sick. I liked it. Um, yeah, but uh, so Hans is drinking. Tea. Hans, I'm sorry. Were you like keeping you up past Hans, your bedtime? Did you ever? Uh, did you ever? Did you ever quit drinking? I I remember on some episodes you'd be like, oh, I don't. I took uh, a break. 
Yeah. I remember on some episodes, he'd be like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I had to because of the diabetes. Like, I'm not completely sober, but now I went from beer and wine three, four nights a week to like white claws and like no sugar drinks or like, but, but not, not even that much. Like, I'll have like three of those cans and that'll be my night, you know? So So, before, before uh i would we would be recording and i will drink like a whole bottle of wine and then not remember anything the next mm-hmm. day and i was like i hope i didn't say anything too yeah yeah and and sometimes i would drink the wine too quickly and you would just hear me throwing up in the background because i forgot to mute my microphone uh those oh were the God. those were the rounder days when you see the my face that's very days. very round that's when i was doing damn there's some there, there have been many clips going around from like last year or the year before where hans yeah. and i look like we're both 40 pounds heavier <laughs> in the face alone it's pretty rough. I got to say, though, I'm glad the Hans drinking on air days are done because, yeah. man, that was a that grew to be a fucking annoyance for me <laughs> when you would start um, getting distracted or you would just start mouthing off in a way that had nothing to do with the show. Yeah, or like we had. I remember we had on Tim Stables oh, and you started like flexing. You start flexing your muscles on camera or something and then going like you acted like how Kenny acts when we have him on any of these podcasts. Yeah, just not even pay attention to what you guys are saying and just chime in with something completely unrelated uh, or lose my train of thought in the middle of a sentence. Yeah, it was it was it was depression, I think, (laughs) just me trying to like not uh, deal with life as it was at the time. So I would just. Yeah, we just like down a bottle of wine like three, four times a week uh, and then regret it the next morning and then just work like that. Uh, so I went from that to like now, if I just want to have a, a drink, I will just have a couple of cans of those fruity drinks uh, that have no sugar in it. And that's it. Like, I, I don't really get drunk anymore. Uh, so that's that's been a positive, I guess. Awesome. Yeah, you should drink. You should drink Prime. Do you guys drink Prime? No, that shit no. is pure sugar. Dude, I would, I'm gonna no, put me in a I coma. The, I would get the shakes, dude. I can. I do like two cups of coffee, and then I'll have some decaf. But that's got that's like loaded up, right? That's that's what they say anyway. I think there's more caffeine in a cup of coffee than there is in a can of Prime. Personally speaking, but I was very upset because um, I bought a bunch of Primes, and then I checked Uber Eats. And I've been checking Uber Eats the last couple of days, and they took Prime off because I know that big gatorade has it out for my man logan paul they yeah, don't they like just Prime's started their own right they just added caffeine gatorade oh, did they yeah so, they hold just on dropped. let me check they just I dropped their own places. dude gatorade energy drink well, i know they have jump. the they've got like the uh adult alcoholic uh pedialyte knockoff that they put out yeah. but dude duncan with booze monster with booze Fucking just wait till Gatorade with booze, dude. So you can play, <laughs> play basketball, hammer, dude. What is that? You shit. you get dehydrated from the alcohol, but rehydrated from the Gatorade? Like how does that work? Right, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't you start know. with Gatorade, you end with Gatorade. I forgot all about the spiked iced coffees from Dunkin'. Dun- if there was ever one beverage created to derail Ben Affleck's career, <laughs> yeah, dude, it is this shit. Oh man. Wow, there are four what different kind of, varieties. What is it, vodka? What kind of alcohol would it, do they put in there? That sounds, I don't know, see. coffee with... They also did Hopefully an Baileys. Hopefully yeah. it's just some creamy Baileys and not some, or some Kahlua or some weird shit like that. 
It's a malt beverage. So they've got vanilla, creamy, and smooth, mocha, rich, and chocolatey, caramel, sweet, and delicious. And of course, it looks, you know, delicious on the cover here, <laughs> but I guarantee you it tastes like fucking shit. It tastes like factory, I bet. Yeah. Uh, All that premix shit is gross, dude. Like, I, I, I always like looked at, like, you know, somebody cracking open like a buzz ball or a fucking like Monaco. And I always looked at them like a little, a little trashier. I was like, "You motherfucker, you fucking <laughs> mix, mix drinks in a can. This is fucking gross." That's all we used to drink when we were kids. We get that like the twisted teas that were way, way loaded with too much sugar. You'd have diabetes if you killed a six pack of one of those. Yeah, dude, half the half the country's Hard. running on fucking twisted teas for sure. Hard lemonade. It's another one, right? Mike's the Mike's hard, hard lemonade. lemonade. I remember when I was like real little, when I was like nine or ten years old, my teenage neighbor hid his Mike's hard lemonade outside, and we found it, and we just took it, <laughs> and uh, that was that was a treat. That was a real fun time. He would always hide it right behind the house so his mom wouldn't find it. So, damn, yeah. But then you know, as a teenager. As we, we we would do all that, and uh, it was always like a, a just a bad recipe, bad, bad, bad. What's uh, the one that's banned? Oh, four loco, right? That's banned in the states. Oh man, my drunkest night ever was a four loco night. That was a that was a mistake on my part. I had three or four four locos, I would oh. say, and I blacked out, and I woke yeah, up covered rough. in puke, and I woke up, and I was like, someone puked on me. <laughs> it didn't occur to me i just vomited all over myself <clears throat> in somebody else's home that was fucking that was atrocious it's fucking awful they still sell that shit here and it's just yeah it's just a shitload of sugar and way too much too much alcohol in a can and it's just horrendous yeah yeah it's uh, fucking weird dude like i i fucking i sometimes i'll be like oh alcohol alcohol is fucking up our whole you know our whole country it's fucking everything up like i get mad about it and then it'll be like you know it'll be time to play and i'll be like you guys sure you don't want like a bottle on our rider <laughs> i'm like come on like we always had a bottle of vodka on our rider and they're like no we're good dude like no let's put a case of beer on there i'm like you sure and they're like what do you want to like steal sips out of this thing or i'm like no no i'm fine i'm fine but i like still want i still want them to do it i don't know why yeah. You just want the temptation there, so you can be like, "I, I beat this. <laughs> <laughs> Let me smell it." <laughs> like, look at you pieces of shit. Yeah. Like, look, look at you sloppy pieces of shit. You wouldn't have messed up if you were like me. <laughs> Why did you stop? You just decided, health-wise, or were you honestly, too much of a mess? Honestly, like, I was a straight-up mess, and like, I was like fucking. I was ending up in the fucking hospital a little bit here and there. Like it, it would happen like once a year, twice a year. It was like, you know, go overboard. And, uh, I, uh, I would like to be like, I would like to be like, Oh, you know, I wanted to make better decisions and like, you know, that, but the real, like straight up, like, Oh, I can never do this again was purely physically. It was okay. like, that's, it started like, you know, when you have like a, I probably had like, one real alcohol withdrawal like a real like an actual my first plot my first like real one where i was like oh this is like how this is like how bums live like this is <laughs> this is like so uncomfortable it's like disgusting me and uh so i fucking went and I, dude i was like i couldn't sit still i called my brother frantically like take me to a fucking hospital <laughs> and like my dude my fucking arms were like like it was like i was being electrocuted dude it was horrible and uh, I'm like, 
you know, my brother, he's, he's had his, you know, he's had his problems. So he's like, just chill. We're going to fucking get you there. And, uh, you know, they'll give you something to chill out. And I'm like pacing back and forth, like telling this fucking nurse to like hook me up with a fucking pill. That's going to like make it something. stop. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so they strap me to an IV and fucking throw like an AA booklet at me. And I'm like, God <laughs> damn it, dude. I was like, this is, this is bad, dude. This is so dark. And, uh, you know, I was in the, the dude, it was so dark. Like I was like, you know, it was very freshly, like, I think it was like five months ago, my band broke up. I was like, I got no band. I drink every day. I feel like a piece of shit. You know, I'm the, the, the binging is starting to go like, you know, it's picking up to like, you know, in the daytime, it was like, you go like three or four days waking up and like continuing drinking. And it was like, mm. just feeling very, very fucking sickly. You know, it was just feeling so gross. And, uh, so yeah, after like the last time that I had to fucking go uh, go get hit with an IV and uh, some downers or whatever they give you, I was uh, whatever they give you Valium or whatever. I was like, okay, this is just uh, like if there's any chance of like me like continuing to like make songs or play live again, there's absolutely no way that I can balance this anymore. And I'm sure like, and I think about it sometimes. Like, I'll be talking to my friends and be like, dude, if I started drinking again, you guys would love me for like two weeks. For like two weeks, <laughs> two weeks, you would be like, he's back. He's the fucking funniest dude. And like, you know, I'd be like having a blast. But probably by like three weeks, it would probably start to go downhill again. And then I'd probably end up back like, oh, I just walked to the liquor store and waited for, waited for it to open. You know, like, I, <laughs> dude, I remember like the last weekend, the last weekend, play by play, I can fucking, you know, remember like it was yesterday. And like I was riding a, a car with my friend who was shit faced and he got a DUI and I had to like get out and like walk home from the fucking DUI checkpoint. He drove into the DUI checkpoint, ran over all the cones leading up to the cop. <laughs> and like, dude, he like hit the brakes and looked up and this cop is just standing there with his arms up like, yo. What? 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 <laughs> and then he just like he just looks at me like all right i'm going to jail and i was just like god damn dude like and it just kind of spiraled and that weekend got like just sloppier and sloppier until uh you know i was like okay this is this is uh this is the last night of this and uh and then i was like am i gonna be like a fucking aa guy am i gonna be like you know like you gotta kind of figure out like what do i do on weekends blah 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 and I went to a couple meetings, you know, like nothing against those people. It was fine. It was, uh, it was, it was actually like, there was some really funny, some really funny stories in there. But, uh, you know, I was like, okay, I get why this works for people and stuff. And, uh, I went to a couple and then just kind of, you know, luckily I'm like, luckily I think I have other things to kind of occupy myself where like, you know, you know, between like skateboarding or fucking uh, recording music or like just movies at night. Like, I think I think about the people that are like, you know, fuck, I don't know what to do now. I, you know, I'm used to going to the bar every day. And it's like, dude, if you don't have fucking hobbies, if you don't have like passions other than like getting fucked up and like trying to get pussy, like I, I would be worried, you know, that is something to be worried about. Because it's right. like, if I didn't have these uh, you know, pockets of hobbies to like spend my days. I don't know, you know, if it would be possible, but it's like, you, you gotta be interested in shit, but it's like, also like people want help and people want like, so what's the secret? And you're like, well, you can't just make somebody, in, you know, you can't just give them passions and 
fucking hobbies that they're super into. It's like, well, you got to go figure that shit out on your own. And, uh, you know, if you've decided it's time for you to, you know, make a change like that. So it's really hard to give other people advice or like take, uh, you know, take your friends seriously when like, they're like, yeah, I'm thinking about it, dude. I'm thinking about maybe it's time I chilled out. <laughs> like, All right, dude. Well, don't fucking, you know, I almost want to be like, well, don't fucking call me at four in the morning about this shit, dude. Call me tomorrow. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like you're fucking still shit face right now, dude. Well, Just give, a, give it a, give it a day. It's a completely change of mindset too, right? Because you have to just stick to it. And as as soon as you stick to it, you realize that you don't actually need that stuff to either have a good time or like depend on that to enjoy yourself doing other things. But yeah. it's until you accept that fact and, and realize that, you know, this thing's this thing has a hold of you, but it doesn't have to and you can still enjoy things without having to be shit faced and people are still gonna like you even if you're not probably even more because you're not you know doing uh stupid shit, mm. <laughs> stupid shit yeah. that everyone's done when they're you know in that yeah. state especially as you get older that becomes yeah. much more tiresome to deal with i i hit that point in my early 20s where i was spending like two-thirds of my paycheck a week on alcohol and then and i was fucking around with drugs during the time too and then i i had a really bad trip and uh that made me quit everything cold turkey because getting drunk or smoking weed or doing anything would like trigger a ptsd sort of thing in my head where i would just immediately get anxiety and i would think i, would, I was dying i was like that for two months Dude, that happened like, to me that happened to me too and i swear to god it was probably also two months mm. It, it was, it was, it fucking sucks. And I had to go to like the doctor. I went to the hospital and I paid like out of pocket for an EKG or something. I was just like, look, I know this is all in my head. I just need you to tell me this, this, <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. And as soon as he did, yeah. went away, went away. And that forced me to like behave myself basically. So uh, I luckily did not have that streak continue into my mid or late twenties or luckily early thirties here. Um, or late. It's been, it's been straight now, but my, like, I, I'm certainly very compulsive. Like I will, but in like a really stupid way, like I'll, I'll eat too much food at three in the morning or I'll spend like a hundred dollars on shit. I'm not going to use or not yeah. going to use for too long, like videotapes or books or anything like that. It comes out in those retarded ways. So yeah, yeah. That's better though. It, yes, of course. Hans, what is, what is yours channeled into since you calmed down? I just save money. <laughs> like I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't really, I don't really spend my money or anything because uh, I feel like my collecting, like I was collecting vinyl, so I would buy like one or two records a month, uh, and that stopped because I honestly like don't have a setup right now where I would listen to it, so it just became collecting just to have it. Uh, I have my my record player in my closet. I don't have it out, so I. I, I would buy a lot of t-shirts too. Uh, I, I stopped doing that too. Cause it's just like, I, I, uh, I just don't really, didn't really find a, a reason to, to continue just spending money on, on those things. And instead of just saving it for, you know, if I have to uh, go on, on like a weekend vacation somewhere or something like that, and just have yeah. experiences other uh, as opposed to, Hey, I have a. Uh, I bought a uh, five MF Doom records that I didn't have before. I haven't listened to them, but they're there and they're in the closet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's that's cool. I have them, and I would never yeah. look at them. Just collecting dust. So, yeah, it's just 
instead of uh, uh, spending money on, on things that I would look at once and, and that's it, just, you know, I'd rather go to the beach with my girl for a weekend or, you know, up a mountain and stay there in a cabin for a couple of days or do things like that, that would bring me more than just, you know, spending money on something that I would, yeah, look at for once and then, oh, cool, I spent $50 on this. That's, that's great. All right. And then never look at it again. You should spend $50 on a green screen so you don't have to blur out your room every single episode of the show. I have one. I just haven't put it up because I'm lazy. But, yeah. yeah. No, I get that. <laughs> oh, man. So when are you performing next, Mario? That will be uh, tomorrow night at this theater um, in downtown Arcata. And then... Um, you know, we'll start working our way down. I think it's the show start to pick up. Like this was our, this was like the, the longest chunk, like the longest break of the tour these last couple of days. And then it'll start picking up like show every day, show every other day until we uh, work our way down to uh, Southern California, which I cannot wait to get back to. Cause I did, uh, you know, and over the last couple of years, um, I did split my time there, so I spent uh, I spent quite a bit of time in LA, and um, I do miss it a little bit. I don't know about uh, you know trying to trying to stay put there for too long, but um, it'll be nice to it'll be nice to revisit. What have you been getting up to in your downtime when you're not performing and you're still? Do you just go out and explore these towns? That's probably what I would do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll pop into like a fucking thrift store or something, or uh, if it's an Airbnb, I'll just start cooking and uh, like cooking all our meals and shit and try to save us a little bit of money. But um, I mean, other than that, yeah, you pop pop into a thrift store maybe. Well, I mean, I checked out their skate shop, but I'm also not really trying to skate like while I'm on the road. I'm not trying to just like fuck my shit up when, you know, there's a... I'm on this I'm on this music this music mission right now so it's like I can I can fuck around and skate all I want when I get home but um yeah mainly I mean check out if there's a cool store or two check out some shit but um mainly uh mainly yeah you don't you don't see much dude you know you pay or you play you play and fucking before you know it it's time to fucking move on and uh that's how it's that's how this whole, you know, fucking circus act has been going for, you know, since the beginning of the time and touring musicians just going place to place to place. And uh, you're never really going to get what it's like to like live somewhere. You're never really going to totally understand, uh, you know, the, the, the people of the city too much, but um, it's nice to, it's cool to like, you know, poke your, poke your head into like all these different parts of America and uh especially the drives dude the, the some of the shit that you see on the drives is like it's uh there's a lot of like nice little reality checks when you see these uh you know little uh villages in between and you're just like god damn like you know you, you just have to think about how some people live like it forces mm. you to what do you think is like the biggest money drain whenever you wind up going on tour because what you just said that you wind up cooking immediately I found that that has been one of the most frequent sources of running out of money for any shit we wind up doing where we get a B&B &B, is nobody ever wants to cook. 
Everybody always wants to go out to the local restaurant, even if it's a little yeah. piece of shit that's overpriced and it's twenty dollar hamburgers that yeah. you made at home. People want to do that, and it's such a big mistake. Yeah, I mean, I'm more into I'm more into cooking, and like I've always uh, enjoyed doing it. So like, part of like, I'd rather like roll up to a grocery store and like see, you know, see what the fucking prices are on some meats and shit than uh even like oh there's a little oh there's a little Thai place you know like I'm just like dude I'm not it's very Italian fucking, of you I think yeah I'm, I'm not trying to fucking date anybody in my band you know I'm not trying to really like have a fucking <laughs> romantic romantic evening at uh you know Tony's Tony's fucking pizzeria and in, in Burbank or wherever the fuck we are like so it's like you know and like when I'm home I'm kind of like that too like it's like yeah I go get groceries and cook as much shit as I need to and eat leftovers and like it's you know my habits it's not like my habits are gonna fucking change just because i'm uh in some uh you know new new quaint little place so that's pretty much been the same so you you mentioned romance in passing we uh, hans and i on our last uh episode of this program came up with an idea i want to run this idea by you mario see if you think this is worth pursuing Actually, yeah, Hans, sure. why don't why don't you give him the synopsis of what we came up with thanks to uh chat gpt oh. uh so uh the bachelor but with kenny as the bachelor and <laughs> yeah, uh and the contestants are all over 40. <laughs> so all right well here's there's a little bit more to the idea and i did some research today i got kenny on the phone kenny said he will do it as long nice. as he's paid for the duration so now he's yeah I, I know I know but right. hey I thought he's I thought he's getting paid in old elderly kisses <laughs> I know you're getting the love of your life out of this Kenny you can stay so I started looking at what's the biggest house we can get in Massachusetts for like thirty days and have it be affordable and it's a pretty nice house it's a nice little cottage winter time it's very you know romantic looking spot so here's here's what we <laughs> yeah. were thinking we get ten women. Their age is probably 30 to 60. Yeah. They're going to vie for Kenny's love. We're going to tell them, though, there's going to be a twist. We're going to tell them he's a former football player. He retired early due to, due to a hamstring injury. He's well <laughs> off. And yeah. that's a little extra incentive for them to want to try. And we, we're going to take all these photos of him in football attire. Yeah. And, oh uh, my god we'll dude. put them around the house and everything we'll stage it as like a 10-day production 10 contestants will knock three out the first day so the crew can also stay at the mansion for that night and then um hopefully kenny walks away with a, a new wife the love you know? of his life yes yeah that sounds fucking amazing dude i'm sure <laughs> i'm sure that would be uh i'm sure that could definitely be like the next uh yeah, like so you're saying like kind of like a Joe Schmo, but like uh, the opposite. Like they 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 don't know what they're actually getting. Yeah, correct. And in order to protect you know the integrity of the show, we'd have to like confiscate their cell phones and everything on the first yeah day. yeah. It'd be a no internet situation. Kenny's the sole form of entertainment for these ladies, and, and not just... live. Like you would you would like it would be shot and then edited no like no that. we wouldn't do it like fish tank i think right. fish tank ran into a you know they're premiering the first edited episode of that october 9th or so and i think that was a mistake to not 
have somebody putting them together as the show is going on yeah, like yeah. big brother does or and which is very difficult for like such a small crew and everything's very homegrown in that collective of guys but like it's not going to have the same effect as it would have if you were doing it in real time so no we yeah. wouldn't do that that would also be its own difficult thing because i know that sam hyde spent something like 11 grand a week just hosting the video going Oof. out through the website so that Damn. is that that would, that would be very expensive we'd probably lose we'd get like half a day of that and it would be over so no it would yeah. be an edited show full of suspense and mystery and i would want um people to pop up i would want some guest stars now something that kenny brought to mind today when i was pitching this idea to him is well, there's going to be challenges, right? There have to be challenges. I, you know, I don't watch The Bachelor. I watch the competition show. So I was thinking, oh, yeah, we have to come up with challenges as well. I was just thinking, all right, so we'll get like Hans in there as the butler. I'll be, yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. he'll, Hans is going to be the host. And Hans will also be the butler of the mansion. So we'll have to figure out something clever there. Maybe <laughs> what, could, what could Kenny give out is really what I'm trying to figure out first. Like on The Bachelor, he gives out a rose to who's being kept that episode. What's football related yeah, that like could a, be would, given? Be like, like a, a little like Heisman a trophy. trophy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to rewatch season one. Season one of Rock of Love is fucking crazy. Ooh, yeah. No, I haven't. You know, I haven't gone back to the Brett Michaels ones. I watched. I feel like I checked out. I love money. And I might have checked out. I love New York kind of recently. But uh, I just realized one of the dudes who got kicked off. I love New York season one went and had his own reality show with his brother who died and then ray j randomly gave him a new one last year out of the blue because ray j has his own like bet style network so i guess he's really? just looking to fill up content and i immediately start thinking that's who we're selling this to that is who we're packaging <laughs> this to up. Ray, j. <laughs> ray j's streaming service is going to be the premiere of um fuck what was the title hans Oh fuck! We had a list. I have okay. Uh, let's let well Mario. You can at least give input on on this for certain. Um, easy peasy. I have the list here that Chat GPT suggested to us because Hans originally had the thought. Well, this is a podcast. We're going to talk to Kenny each week about his love life. No, 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 no. Let's let's figure his love life out. Um, it gave us fifteen title suggestions here. We have Wild in the Woods, Seeking Sugar, Colon, Seeking Sugar. Sugar Mama Quest, Woodland Chronicles. I'm pretty partial to that one. Woodland, Woodland Sugar Chasers, Sugaring <laughs> in the Wilderness, <laughs> Massachusetts Sugar Hunt, Sugary Tales from the Woods, uh, Woods and Wishes, Sugar Mama Chronicles, <laughs> The Sugar Mama Seekers. Now, that could be its own little spinoff there where it's multiple yeah. guys. Um, yeah. I'm imagining like a pickup artist style show where it's a bunch of dudes going out to like a geriatric bar um a bunch of incels that we can get yes especially like awkward yeah yes uh maple magic sugar mama edition woods <laughs> men and sugar dreams i don't remember that one uh <laughs> forest frolics sugar mama saga sugar mama in the wild now that would be its own show for like the reject who makes final two and kenny yeah. doesn't pick her you know because she's like too yeah. old um woodsy sugar secrets mysterious woods sweet pursuits and the last one here is sugar maven chronicles 
Woodland Edition. Dude, I, I like all that. I like how extravagant and long they are. Yes, they're all very like a romance novel. I did just post the screen cap here if you need to take a look because I wouldn't remember all of that. Yeah. You just read those off to me. I feel like there's a lot of contenders here. Hans, have you had any any new thoughts about developing this series? Uh, no, not really, but I'm sure we can come up with a lot of challenges that would that would benefit everyone, not just Kenny. <laughs> everyone in the crew can have like a, a cooking challenge where you have to cook for 10 people and it's just them feeding us. But you're the butler, the that day. would be you. Yeah. You would be preparing Wait. the meals for 10 people. Oh, no. No, that's not fun. Or maybe you would be teaching <laughs> the women how to cook for Kenny. We know what he likes. He likes chicken nuggets, well done, and mac and cheese. <laughs> they, right, yeah. Dude, yeah. yeah. A mac and cheese Definitely challenge. the cooking challenge. For sure, like, have the... Which woman can uh, build him the greatest dinner, for sure. That's an easy one. That And That's you don't have to get... the You know, you don't have to rent a separate location for them to go to. It's just right there in the kitchen. It's easy. Yeah. Uh, Mario, would you be down to do an episode of uh, uh, Woods and Wishes Sugar Mama Chronicles? Yeah, dude, whatever I can do, whatever guest appearance I can make, uh, you know, I could be... I'm just the pool boy in the background. <laughs> well, no, they they have to uh, create a song for Kenny, a one minute song, and each oh, of them yeah, has to. Oh yeah, I would love to judge that. Oh, and what you do? Oh my God, this is perfect. You you give them all the same beat that Kenny made. Yeah. <laughs> and whoever and whoever can fucking crush the beat, whoever can come up with the best song. Out of that beat that was produced by Kenny, uh, whoever whoever does the best job will like you know will have the song to his heart. Yeah, that's an amazing idea. That's that uh, that is going to be a challenge. If we can, if yes. we, I can get the budget for this whole thing under like four thousand dollars, <laughs> then that's th this is unless maybe we're doing like six contestants, we'll do an expediated season. I don't know. Yeah, but that's a great idea. Yeah, uh, what I'm imagining is. You know, you would see these old VH1 reality shows and sometimes they would like bring in an ex-girlfriend or they would bring in like a specialist for that would end the show. Actually, if we brought in one of Kenny's ex-girlfriends, yeah, that, that would be bad. That would be That's, no, no, that can't. We all get though. killed. Yeah. But what I was actually thinking is that for these challenges, we'll have some like special guests come in and do exactly Hans what you were kind of suggesting, which is like, you know, you're going to be guiding how this this turns out and then maybe you judge or something. Or we have a panel of judges there. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of potential with this. I want to do this in January. This would be great. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great, dude. Yeah, winter, woodsy, you know, uh, hopefully some snow to make it more visually appealing. We'll bring up with her by summer tub. so we can do the summer edition right around the corner. The hot tub. Yeah, that's true. Got to have the hot tub in there. That is that's a classic addition to any of these dating shows. There's always the hot tub, so that is, I guess, top priority. Well, yeah, the place has got to have that for sure. Um. All right. Well, I'm going to be planning and plotting for that. Hans, you got to carry some of the weight on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, this is just as much your baby. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. But that'll be fun. That'll be a good time. Uh. All right, fellas. I think we're going to wrap up there uh mario is there anywhere you want to direct people um not really i mean fucking usually i got all my stuff in my in my bio it's pretty good so just mc mc mario cuomo um 
Instagram and Twitter. Um, my band, the Orwells, at the Orwells on Instagram. Maybe we'll fire up that Twitter. You know, maybe maybe we'll yeah, fire it maybe. up again. I don't know. Uh, Twitter Twitter is kind of different these days, in my opinion. I, know. I don't yeah, know. It's is a safer your... place. It's it, a little. It safer. definitely is. I I think it's uh much more fun, and I don't. It, as soon as basically it turned into X, people stopped regarding any of the, uh, not any, but like a lot of the hate mob stuff with any sort of sense of authority. I think people were much quicker to dismiss it these days. Ba actually, it wasn't even probably when it converted to X. It was more when you could just buy your own check mark. As soon yeah. as that happened, it was just, it was free fire. You know, I, I, they, yeah. the blue checks previously lost any ounce of respect I think that they had. Cause now it's just, you see people with 50 followers and a blue check. It's just what you don't even need that. You just want yeah, it to have it, it, you know, but it did take away that, uh, yeah, the authority of, uh, maybe somebody who's like dedicated their online presence to, uh, you know, uh, you know, laser focusing their hate on fucking whoever, you know, whoever the, uh, fuck up of the month is or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like it, there's, it just, it kind of took away their power in, in a, in a weird, in a weird, like kind of way that it's like, you know, who would even think to, to do that? I mean, I guess it's just making money. It just makes more money for the app. Right. If you could just get people to, uh, are they really going to make, is, are they really going to make everybody to uh, pay to just have Twitter uh, or X in general now? Or is that just a rumor? Hmm. I don't, I cannot see that happening, but I know that Elon Musk is planning his soft departure anyway. I think he's still going to take her here and there like a puppet master while that woman who used to work for NBC Universal, I think it was, takes over as CEO. But that would be, he would only do that, I think, if he was really trying to run it into the ground and tank it for, for good. But I can't imagine yeah. that would be the case. That would, that, that would be a big mistake, I think. I yeah. don't know. So I, don't, I, I definitely think that we're on the cusp of like something, something new, something different in terms of just like the social atmosphere of things. And you can catch wind with that, of that with movies, I think, that are geared towards women that are like the hot popular thing right now, like Bottoms. Did you see Bottoms yeah. by any chance? No, I did not. Uh, Bottoms, the comedy of Bottoms, and it's now like Letterboxd, number one movie of all time, or something, I don't know, um, yeah. is not what you would expect. It's not like Lady Ghostbusters. It's not, what was the, the Asian women swearing a lot? Hans, you know this. Uh, you saw this. Crazy Rick, Rich Asians? Crazy, crazy Rick. Cra white Boy Rick. Uh, <laughs> no, it was the new one. It was the one that just came out like a couple of months ago, got 99% on Rotten Tomatoes and then it was immediately forgotten. I have no idea. I don't know. Is it's it the same... the, like, is it, is it the kind of like the, the chick that's like, maybe I should be in the kitchen right now. Like type, like type shit like that where it's like, yeah, it, it's, it's that sort of red scare post woke style of humor. Like right. for example, there's a, there's a lesbian who gets like this shit beat out of her by a guy like punched in the, kicked in the face. You, know, right. you wouldn't find that in, uh, in crazy rich Asians. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so it's it's that style of humor where it's not like bending the knee to that whole thing, which I appreciate. That's still an improvement, even if it's that whatever is in bottoms is not really my cup of tea, but I I'll, yeah. I'll take it. I will gladly yeah. take it over. Nice it sounds like a nice uh nice direction, a slight nice slight shift. Yes. It's the first step, I think, in okay, 
Let's reroute the course here. So nice. Yes. Anyway, uh, we don't have an outro for this show. So Hans, you want to just say something real quick? You want to give like a word of encouragement for people at home? Uh, Think about the insecure boy on the couch who was like you at one point when your face was much bigger and rounder. <laughs> you know, he just needs that that self-esteem boost. He needs to hear Hans's voice. Give yeah. it to him. Stop masturbating so much and get a hobby. Get a hobby. Dude, I've been, forced, in, I've been forced into that recently. And it's, <laughs> it kind of fucking sucks. But thank you, guys. Of course. You it's guys always great chat with you. Uh, B-bang. B-bang. Yeah. <laughs>